Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you on this windy day in the Southern California area? Everything is good. Good to see you, buddy. Um, so I got to tell you, we're, um, we're very excited uh, here in California because, uh, let's see, is it because the economy is doing well? No, because we just touched the all-time record for gasoline prices congratulations to california totally i even noticed that i was at costco the other day filling up and uh people i don't know if you've seen these days people have these little uh, stickers and they're putting it right next to the price of the gas on the pump and it's a picture of biden pointing his finger saying i did that (laughs) people are people are putting them all over like the the gas station pumps everywhere any even even at costco it's around five bucks a gallon right now lovely yeah it's uh um it's ridiculous and i and when I do, when I, when they finally came out and said, Oh, California has the highest, it came up, it, it's been up 20 cents the last two days, which is oh, yeah. obviously because of the all time, all time high, all time high day in a row record here in the San so, Diego region. Uh, prices more than doubled since Trump left office. And when the price was around 240, I called it and said it was going to 10 bucks. So we're halfway there. I think we still have a long ways to go. Yeah, oil's at one one fifteen ish, depending on the on the hour of the day. But I want to th- especially thank Newscom for uh, keeping the taxes really high because I still hear and out there in Oklahoma, gas is only you know four you know three dollars a gallon. It's like three dollars a gallon. That's their all time high. We're at five fifty because we got us a two dollars a gallon tax out here in California to, to, to fund all the nonsense. So well, the crazy uh, and the craziness is is that is that now Newsom thinks he's doing such this incredible job with the economy because they have like a forty billion dollar surplus, and you know so of course he thinks oh I've done such a great job it's, it's just incredible of course but he has aspirations president. Right. Etc. We'll see where that dude goes, but I, I think he turns out later this year. So thank no. God. Well, meanwhile, though, he's got two years now. Two years of this emergency act. Oh right. So in March of 2020, let's do our math, uh, Frank. Uh, two years ago, oh, we got this. Uh, we got this COVID going on. I, I get to exert my ultimate governor powers and emergency nonsense, which is yep. still in effect. Still in he effect. Has not released yep. that now on the on the the only good thing that's happened to L.A. Los Angelinos lately is. Went to the gym, no yeah. mask. You yeah. not have to wear the mask anymore. Going to a gym, the movie theater. Right. And I know people out there in the middle of the country going, where have you been? If it's like a, you, that I we have to celebrate you. our, our small old, little sliver of, of, uh, of uh, joy in well, Los Dave, Angeles. So, so you right? just described yeah. communism. This is communism, right? This is communism. You get denied everything. Then you get given crumbs. Oh, thank you, master. Thank you, master. Thank, thank you. you for the crumbs. Thank you, master. It's the same thing with that. You get the masks on for two years. You get to peel them off. And now you get to go to work out. So, oh, thank you. Let me take the mask off. Mr. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Only in L.A., Dave. Only in L.A. Oh, we just we just love it here. It's like, uh, give me more pain. Tell, what was it, the Animal House line from Kevin Bacon? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Good call. It exactly. pretty much fits pretty to a T there. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, anyway, so we have to put up with news come for now. But moving on. Um, unfortunately, the Ukraine-Russia war is going to be our lead story today. Yes, sir. So as of right now, it just it's getting it's getting worse. Although there's some bright spots, they just had another uh, quote unquote uh, meeting in Belarus to try to, do, to kind of hammer out some kind of a situation that's going to help. But right. 1.2 million people have now fled the war. Yep, that's going to Poland, going to even farther uh, to the west. United but States. just getting out of there, I mean, they're now. Uh, all Russia has, they don't have any strong military leaders. They're, they're right. just, it's all they can do, just like, you know, I hate to say it, 
going back to World War II, they throw bodies at things. That's right. all they know how to do. Let me throw more bodies. Let me throw more convoy. Yep. So you, even though half their trucks were already getting stuck in the mud, running yep. out of gas, right? Yeah, I saw that. And thank goodness the other Eastern Europe, uh, former uh, Soviet bloc countries like, you know, Hungary, Moldova, they're accepting a lot of these people, which is yep. lovely to see. But yep. have you gotten any other indication that uh, Ukraine might be able to hold out or is it just a matter of time now? Frank? Yeah, I think a matter of time. No other intel, Dave, on top of that. I mean, I did hear the the news about the Russian convoy that was stalled outside of the major capital and it wasn't going anywhere supply chains were choked off i heard russian soldiers were running running into people's homes to get food i mean they, mm-hmm. they weren't even able to supply the the column of tanks that were heading towards the capital so like you said they just it's it's classical kinetic warfare which putin is very good at they just throw a lot of physical resources at the at the at the, at the challenge they're also though very good at you know at, at cyber and economic and and so forth and, and election interference as we as we know all too well so you know i think it, it, it's shame obviously uh with these you know folks that are spilling out i'm surprised that biden hasn't sent over a couple of c-130s to bust them back into the center of the, our country um, but you know as long as we leave 85 billion dollars of uh of stuff over there i guess we can make it look just like afghanistan right dave Oh, right. I mentioned that last time, like all that stuff, the, the, the top of the line, the top of the line yeah. uh, munitions all left in Afghanistan. But boy, those Ukrainians sure could use it. Um, so um, the odd thing about all this is and I'll be the first one to admit this. If you yeah. had just told me two weeks ago, what are the odds in your mind that you believe that Russia will go in, even though they were kind of making moves? I would said 80, 20, they won't go in. Interesting. And it's just because you just, I just, but now after just, just two weeks and looking at, at yeah. kind of a long yeah. range thing, you go, you know what? It all kind of makes sense. It's all you know, kind it's of funny. predictable. It's funny you say that, Dave, because I actually will take the other side of that conversation because I actually, I was predicting kind of 80% that he would go in. And, mm-hmm. and it was really, really because of us. It wasn't because necessarily because of him. But if you look at the chessboard, everything was lining up perfectly right. for him to, to roll out the red carpet for him to go in, right? Weakness in the United States, indecision, ineptitude, feckless, weak leadership. China's got his back. Uh, you know, North Korea over there, you know, good soldier, good, you know, they'll, they'll stay together. This, this triad of axis of evil, whatever, China, North Korea, and Russia. And, you know, they knew that NATO wasn't going to do anything. They yeah. knew that they, they know they're a bunch of, you know, soy boy, you know, weak people. Uh, this is the Trudeau Davos World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab crew, and they're not going to do anything. So now having said all that, the sanctions that are being imposed, and by the way, they were the sanctions that the conservatives recommended, not the sanctions that the Biden administration, meaning the Obama administration, the illegitimate puppet president, not the ones they first went in with, because they dialed those up after about 48 hours. Now they're going after the Russian central bank, the oligarchs. They've cut off the food, their, their food supply, uh, PayPal, Visa, MasterCard have cut off operations in the country. I mean, literally, the ruble lost 40% of its value in about five days. So they're not able to finance their war. So, so, and so they are having, now they can still sell oil in the black market and so forth, but they're having major problems financing the war. It's amazing how just within 10 days, if the world does actually, oh, I don't know, get together on this. So right. yeah, uh, that Swift thing, thing, is called the, the Swift the, the, thing, the, yeah, yeah. The Swift is gone, but then it took them, I don't know, these guys are all cowards, but it took about, I don't know, uh, eight, nine days before the, yeah, the major cyber players, the PayPal's right. of the world, Visa, MasterCharge began cutting off uh, Russia's uh, connection to any kind of money. Right. So they could sell their oil, which they are still <laughs> selling to us, sure. to all of Western Europe, but if they don't have access to cash, yeah. 
it's amazing how so they, quickly... let me let me put a granulary for the oil thing because that's sure. really something that gets in my craw. They are selling us just for our so our listeners at home know about six hundred thousand barrels of oil a day still as of last week. Okay, now we could be producing over a million barrels of oil in the United States per day ourselves, but we chose to shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, construction. We chose to shut down the Dakota Access Pipeline. We chose to sit on every single new application at the Department of the Interior for new leases to to do more gas and fracking and oil exploration. So, you know, and and this, as you know, Dave, this is all, and just so for folks at home kind of get it, connect the dots, this is all part of the green climate change uh, a whole unholy alliance, right? So, you know, the Russian energy companies actually fund a lot of these climate change NGOs. I'm not sure if you, if you knew that, but they're actually funding a lot of these guys so that they get, uh, you know, kind of fuel on the other side. They, Biden and the whole crew, because of the extreme left's position on this, will never, they will never roll over. That's why Manchin's like just killing himself. He can't believe it. They will not turning the spigot on on U.S. energy production because they hate America and they want us to fail. Yeah, talk about reliance on our enemy. So, but uh, I tell you, even the most non-involved person with politics, like I don't follow politics, it's all a bunch of nonsense. Even the the average dunderhead who looks at the $5 a gallon gas is going to think, geez, let me think about this. We're, we're giving Russia how many billion or millions a day yeah. For their oil, and we we've turned off the spigot on our own supply. Yeah. So even the the, the basic dunderhead out there in the middle yeah. of can nowhere figure that out is kind of like, getting the can yeah. figure that out. Five dollar a gallon gas. Why just do this and that? You can. It was. I mean, the, the policy. It's easy enough to change. I mean, under Trump, it was complete. It was perfect, right? Yeah. You had sub two dollar a gallon gas. We were energy independent. We were net exporters of energy, gas, natural gas, and oil around the world, which is why we had, which is why all those things went, were going our way. And then as soon as November happened, as soon as the election happened, boom, it took off. Now, the scary part is, uh, you know, we, I, I do admire Zelensky, the Ukrainian president. Um, he, though, he was kind of sold a bill of goods that ain't happening. He was kind of promised, well, if you do blah, 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 you can maybe join uh, NATO. Right. Which ain't going to happen. Ain't happening. So he, he's kind of a globalist at the same time, because him and a couple of his other pals would love to be part of the quote unquote new world order. Yeah. Which is kind of this global nonsense, which we're not a fan of at all. But he's basically, you know, he's got the white flag up. He needs help big time. Yeah. So he wants, he's actually just yesterday, he got on uh, the Zoom call with uh, okay. some of our Congress people, right? He's going, okay. we need a no-fly zone. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got Lindsey Graham. Oh, person we all kind of uh, hate yeah. more than love these days. Yeah. Well, we got, you know, we got to do what we can. He's very much a um, an over-the-hill over uh, hawk. Oh, yeah. Okay. As soon as you say, oh, in the fantasy land for the, for the lefties out there, no-fly zone, gee, it's going to just magically pretend that Russia won't be able... No, somebody has to enforce that. Right. And as soon as there was a Russian uh, Z, uh, MiG, is that they're Rig. called? MiG. Flying, flying over Kiev. Yeah. Who's going to be responsible for making sure they, that ain't happening? A, US, be, a US, US F-35. Yeah. Exactly. And then the, the minute that one of our jets 
uh, shoots shot down, down one of their uh, planes. Then, yeah. then, hey, World War Three, here we there go. There you go, like, exactly. Go. No, I know. I think it's uh, that people don't seem to, I mean, I think we and, you know, some folks understand the nature of that. The no-fly zone is never going to happen, as you mentioned, yeah. Dave, for all, all of those reasons. Zelensky, he's, he's desperate for it. And you got, you know, Lindsey Graham, who I told you I saw at the at the Marlago event a few weeks ago <laughs> getting in out, right? Florida, getting <laughs> reamed out by Trump. Well, now you can understand why the doofus gets reamed uh, out. The guy calls on national television on a Fox interview with, I think it was Laura Ingram for someone to assassinate Putin. Like he, he, he literally, uh, uh, it's like, Lindsay, you, you might want to like, ju- I know you can think that and you can think it inside your head, but don't say it out loud on right. national television. It's called so for it's a called, sitting U.S. senator called for the assassination <laughs> of a president. Of it's called effort. diplomacy. Of course, we all want Putin taken out. Of course, you don't put that on freaking national TV. I know, right? Oh, so, my Lord. It's just, that's uh, that's called kindergarten 101 there. Yeah, totally. And a whole other freaking level. I just found this out a few days ago. You know who is leading our negotiations with Iran to some, to, to reinvigorate the horrific John Kerry? Uh, uh, Iran deal? <laughs> yeah, the one that John Kerry just loves. Russia. Russia huh. is the one that's be, being the main uh, conduit right. between the Western world and Iran with right. their new nuclear deal. You've got to be kidding me. Well, speaking of, speaking of things you got to be kidding me about, Dave, this is, this is how fucked up the totally United Nations and all these globalist stupid platforms are. So the UN obviously should be just completely blown up. Yes. I don't mean physically, but I mean just just neutron bombs, meaning just get rid of it. It's like the Department of Education. Don't need it. Get rid of it. So they have, you know, right after Russia invades the Ukraine, guess what they do? Uh, well, why don't we have a resolution? We need to have a resolution, a, a resolution from a U.S. Security Council and that we said, Russia, you've been really bad. You've been bad. We don't like you. And we have a resolution that says, get out of Ukraine. So what does Russia go ahead and do after they pass the yeah, resolution? They veto yeah. it because they're one of the five permanent members of the right. Security Council. So what the fuck? What's the oh, point of it? There's no point. On that There's council, we don't know, point. but they are. Yeah. So they just veto everything. So what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> they're on the council that we're trying to. Be- oh, I, it's like it, your 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 mind just goes in circles. Well, Russia um, and China, they're they're, yeah. they're permanent members of the U.S. Yes. I don't think China is, but like if you're if you're a permanent member, member uh, one of the five <laughs> permanent right. members, you can you can veto anything you want. Yeah. So if you're the one actually actually being the aggressor well i'm just gonna veto that sir i really don't, i don't like that i want to be the aggressor so i'm gonna veto I that. be the aggressor. uh basically he said a big f you to the western world right. um now look putin and russia have, have absolutely already lost this war politically i mean nobody's supporting them except for china right. his, his their best buddies right. and uh, hopefully everyone has uh, seen how clear that is yeah that the only country that of any merit that's stepping up and saying hey go russia go is china the ccp that oh by the way biden shared secrets with that went made its way back to russia right uh, just about a, a week or so ago yeah so he's you know he's in the toilet nobody is supporting him yet you know uh, might means right a lot of times yeah a lot of times and, but, and, until know, the, until this shakes out and and until uh, I don't know. We're just gonna, it's going to be a day by day thing until we yeah. can get some more of these uh, anti armor missiles over there that we can take out these these Russian tanks. Yeah, um, this might drag on for a few weeks at least. No, I right? think it's no, that's right. I think unfortunately, you know, it's not beyond Putin to use things like cluster bombs and a lot of other really bad kinetic uh, yeah. warfare type stuff, which can kill thousands of people in an instant when they're dropped. So, you know, it's certainly not beyond him to do that. I think Chi of China is basically just letting him twist in the wind. Uh, Putin, that is. I think he's just letting him twist in the wind and sort of he's taking the temperature. I don't think they can. I don't think they counted on 
the uh, kind of galvanized response yeah. that they're getting uh, across, you know, across the world. And I think the world has done a pretty good job of coming together on non-kinetic uh, uh, interdictions, right? So meaning economic and, 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 and uh, cyber and Stopping the like. Their, their own supply chain, right? Right. Now, speaking of cyber, it's like, you know, it's like, well, everybody's watching over in left field. What happened in Taiwan? All the fucking lights went out in Taiwan last week. Well, who do you think did that? They think that was just like an accident. That was that was she flipping the switch and testing us on battling on two fronts. Let's just turn off all the lights and the power in Taiwan uh, on the island there and see and see how the U.S. reacts. So there's a lot of, of scary stuff happening right now. We obviously people have been you know been predicting Taiwan for a long time, but uh, I, I think now that he sees now that she sees the resolve of the West with respect to Ukraine, I think he's going to think twice about Taiwan. Yeah, uh, we'll have to see how that plays out as well. Um, just and and we were just talking about how much like bacon costs and various oh, other things just through the roof. Yeah. But a lot of um, it's amazing how big Ukraine is. And there's a lot of just wheat and barley comes through there. And they're just saying because of the war and now the supply chain issues. No, you know, what's through the roof fertilizer. Yes. And if you don't, you know, it seems like I said, well, you're going to take some, uh, some donkey's poo and do blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden we got fertilizer. There's a lot that goes into making well, fertilizer. Let me, let me take you, let me, t- so I'm glad you brought up the fertilizer yeah. story day. Let me take you a little deeper on that story. I actually heard this on Bannon and War Room pandemic last week. So when you can, tr- so first of all, Russia produces about 65% of the world's fertilizer. Wow. So, uh, so that's number one. Number two, why do you think uh, private individuals like Gates are buying up millions of acres of farmland in the United States? Okay, just take that park it up for a second. There's another there's another thought. Um, What if you're if you're a communist dictatorship, what do you want to control to control the people? You control healthcare and you control the food supply. Oh, yeah. And you control the food supply and healthcare. You control everything. You control people and their way of being because you control what they eat and how they can eat. And so if you can affect the price of food, and maybe some of this is intentional, Dave, maybe I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe some of this is actually intentional um, because when the price of food becomes untenable, you become, and you get a massive inflation. What do you have? You have like an Argentina where a loaf of bread is like a hundred bucks. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of speculating. I'm throwing a few data points out there. Can't quite connect all the dots just yet, but I, it seems to me that there's a fairly concerted effort, uh, whether it's through insane spending, uh, you know, uh, the land ownership issue, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, it, it kind of all comes together. You know, I mean, these are the types of political models that want to control you. And the way to control you is to control the food supply. And you know who is way ahead of everybody when it comes to the supply chain and, and, and actual goods that people need? Hmm, that would be Beijing. Yeah. So they have been the, over the years, the last few years, while we've just, uh, you know, uh, with our finger in the air, twiddling Dixie, they've been acquiring all the critical commodities that you need to survive as a nation. Sure. Oil, gas, iron ore, wheat, yeah. barley, corn, and gold. These are just basic yeah basic things you think oh there's plenty of wheat there's plenty of barley uh-uh no not Get, true. getting and making that and moving it from point also, a to point yeah, b yeah exactly and also all the precious metals which is why they bought up most of the countries in africa and paid off their 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 pathetic leadership over there in countries you can't even pronounce their names 
uh, to get to corner the market on things like palladium and other things that go into chips right. and technology, yep. because those are the inner working source materials that go into chips. And if you control chips and then you have Taiwan, Taiwan's 90% of the chip market in the world. What needs oh. a chip? Everything, your cell everything. phone, your fridge, your car, everything. So don't tell me you don't care what happens about Taiwan. It's a long ways away. Everybody needs to care about what happens in Taiwan. Totally agree. Uh, I know we're, we're, that, that was the, the big uh, story of the day, but let's let's finish with with one bit of bright spot. Yeah. Um, thousands of vehicles are now in our U.S. truck-led convoy into Maryland. They're on the very uh, verge of landing into the D.C. Beltway. Yep. And it's funny how just from the beginning of the, the convoy here, forget the Canada one, which kind of dissolved because of that fascist up there. Uh, Brandon Castro. Yeah, exactly. That guy. Um, I think they are bringing a lot of attention to freedom and getting rid of these mandates. And yes. I, as I've been saying from day one, make them pay. If, totally. And you know what's the worst of the worst is this, this uh, leftist uh, female liberal that runs New Zealand. I always forget her name. I don't want to know her name. Yeah. They're having horrible riots over there. Yeah. And, and uh, these, you know, these uh, touchy feel good soy uh, drinking uh, lefties over there, including this lady, I forget her name. Um, oh, she's all peace and love. Oh, we, oh, have yeah. to, we can all, we, you know, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. pe- people of New Zealand for the, for, for God's sake, please get rid of her and anybody who's connected with her yeah. the next time around, because yeah. it is, is the, 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 the easy connection between these crazy lefties and yeah. fascism is yeah. so close now. Oh, it's yeah. a, it's a, it, you drop of the hat yeah. and they're bringing in the, the goon squad to yeah. step on you. So please people make it happen next time you have a chance to get rid of them in the ballot box. Great, great points, Dave. Awesome points. And couldn't agree with you more. It kind of reminds me of Seattle, right? Summer of love, summer of love. Let's summer just let love. them own like six blocks <laughs> and kill people and open drug use. And, you know, see, it's just like, it's one big chop zone there, just like in Seattle. Dave, great to see you, my friend. And, uh, make sure to listen to us at home, folks, on your favorite podcast platform of choice, Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora. We're everywhere. Podbean, we like Podbean, up and coming. And on social media, uh, Getter, Gavin, me, we Getter is the Twitter killer. So kill your Twitter account and get off Twitter and Facebook and get on Getter. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.